Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to another episode of Words and Nerds, where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. Today, this is episode four with Sarah Bailey, author of The Dark Lake, Into the Night, Where the Dead Go and the Housemate, for episode four of The Writing Diaries, where we document Sarah's journey of writing an entire manuscript from the beginning to end, from July to Christmas. We're going to recall the glory, the tears, there haven't been any of those yet, so hopefully we can continue that. Well, not on air anyway. (laughs) Um, welcome to this very special spin-off where you are once again in the hot seat for the fourth time, Sarah Bailey. Hi. Hi, Danny. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, just to say, there's been no crying off um, off recording as well. So <laughs> Good stuff. I know um, you're a stoic yeah. woman, Sarah. Pretty stoic. I think I'll probably try to save, like, the really emotional response to any editorial comments because I find they're they're. De- they're definitely the most difficult thing to like take on board yeah save them up save them up yeah. so you go through the pain like you want you want me to change what come on <laughs> yeah exactly but no, so far it's just me it's, I'm only really dealing with myself so sure and, and this podcast you know there's some accountability here not that I'm gonna yeah. do anything but you know <laughs> yeah there's definitely some accountability like I feel like probably a bit more guilt in terms of you know, really kind of going, oh, gosh, I really oh, should that's be. That's terrible. That. No, I, don't, no, I, think, I don't want to be part of your guilt. <laughs> I think it's good. I don't think it's <laughs> guilt in like a negative force. It's like guilt in a, you know, come on, like you've got to do this. It's quite, it's quite helpful actually. Um, so, no, it's not it's not a negative thing, but I think it's more of, like you said, it's an accountability thing, which is it's interesting like different ways that you can get yourself to do different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm checking your homework every time we meet. <laughs> well, someone needs to, so that's fine. <laughs> so episode one, you'd already had a bit of a kickstart. So episode yep. one, how many words had you written when we first met? Uh, so I was just under 25,000 words, I think. Mm-hmm. And then yep. episode two, I think you kicked some butt. Yeah, I can't remember. About 10,000? 10, 10, close to 10, yeah. And that was and, two weeks, I feel like, so yep. it was quite... Like that yeah, it was, was an quite, intense two weeks, yeah. yeah and then episode good. three, it was not as many words because life no. got in the way. So I think you yeah, were under 50. Yeah, I think I was about 48,000, 47,500 words. Um, and I'm currently sitting on about 56,500. Okay. But it has been four weeks we just worked out. So yeah. it's not been a great month from a like words per week perspective um but I did foresee that because I've had I think I've I had six interstate trips in two weeks wow wow that's massive yeah which was all for work so well one was not for work but everything else was for work so that was pretty busy and also just like um lots of things at work that have taken a lot of 
um, time outside of actual sort of working hours, like international visitors and um, things like that, that have yeah really sort of taken up quite a lot of um, extra curricular time, all of mm -hmm. which have been really great. So it's not been bad, but just makes it very, very difficult to right. write. <laughs> if I've like had a few wines and then I don't get home till 10 o'clock, like it's obviously just not likely to happen at that point. So yeah, it's been a bit of a time poor month in a really like literal way. Um, but I have had sort of I think probably this month it's been a bit more a case of less um, writing every day and more of, you know, a few sort of fewer but more sort of in-depth little sprints of writing where I've kind of knocked off like two, two and a half thousand words in one go, mm -hmm. which, you know, I actually probably find more effective overall. It's just that there's less opportunities. So yeah. it, sort of plays, it sort of plays out slightly differently. But um I think the thing that's been really good this month is that I really have um, cracked a couple of like the bigger what actually happens questions. Okay, that's good. And that's really important. The thinking yeah. about writing is really important too, you know. Yeah, so not all of them. Unfortunately, there's still a few things <laughs> I don't quite know how to resolve just yet. But, um, yeah, it's funny, like well, probably like the biggest, uh, most critical plot thread I just had this moment where I was like, oh, yes, of course. That kind of is how that all that comes together. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, I, I mean, I always just find it so funny how you just suddenly go, oh, good, it can work. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, uh, after 65,000 yeah. words, it can work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's been good. And, uh, again, I don't know how much this is like the way you brain just sort of does things without you even really kind of knowing. But it's funny, like as soon as I kind of figure that out, I went back and I've, I've sort of done this thing at the moment where I'm actually reading through the book um, in a linear way, but I'm doing it quite slowly. So I'm reading a chapter and then I'm doing a bit more writing and then I'm reading the next chapter. So it's 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 actually pretty choppy, but it's meaning that I'm catching little things um, mm -hmm. throughout the book that are not quite lining up to what I'm now like Thank writing you. towards. So I think yeah. it's quite constructive. Um, but there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, that actually works to get to that outcome. And I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But then I think you kind of go, I wonder if the reason that this outcome is so obvious is because I've actually, like, it's the only really, like, outcome that could work now. Or did I just know all along mm. and I was somehow writing towards something that I hadn't even really consciously put together? Like, I'm not sure of the answer, but it does make me laugh sometimes where I'm like, oh, I kind of felt that that sort of, that actually sets that up anyway, so I don't even need to change it. Mm. Um so that's been quite good. But, um, yeah, there is still a couple of little pieces of the puzzle that I'm, I'm yet to sort of work out exactly the best way to resolve them and whether or not they need, like, do they need to be as big a plot point as I've currently made them or can they sort of just be slightly lesser? I'm not sure. I kind of need to probably still play around with that. And, and then I think something else that was funny um, and I find this happens a lot too. I'm sure other writers feel this way. But I've, I was reading a book and I've been chopping and sort of reading that really in a quite fragmented way as well. It's got nothing to do with my book. Like it could not be. It's just, it's almost science fiction, which I actually don't, <laughs> don't really like and I barely ever read. And But it's like a domestic thriller science fiction thing. And I was reading that and there was something in the way that they 
managed a little plot point, I kind of went, oh, my God, actually, that kind of, it's not like I haven't copied it, don't worry, but (laughs) instead of like something that they were talking about, it suddenly made something else in my book really clear and I kind of went, oh, I I feel like actually I now know how I want to make that work. So I think, yeah, you're sort of always sourcing pieces from different sources, which is, yeah, it's so amazing how ideas kind of all come Mm. together. But I definitely feel um, while the words themselves probably aren't maybe quite where I really wanted to get to 60,000 words before we spoke again. I kind of in my mind had a bit of a goal that, you know, that would be what I wanted to get to but haven't quite managed to get there but I do feel sort of as if I've gotten over the hump of some of the really difficult um, plot knots. So I think that's quite good progress. Yeah, and although you can't measure that, that's actually really important because if you don't get rid of that stuff, you kind of – it's difficult to keep going, right? Yeah, I think I think there's something that can happen sometimes where you um you are writing and you probably are getting words down, but you sort of know yourself when you're not really actually making any progress. Yeah. And you're kind of writing scenes, but they're not really particularly useful scenes and they're they're definitely not scenes that are getting you closer to like the kind of end result that you need and it's it's probably not bad it's probably not a bad way to spend your time because I think partly that's just writing writing like through that meandering kind of place but um yeah I definitely don't feel like that right now like I feel quite good that the scenes that I've written since we last spoke they are really critical scenes like they're not going to get deleted they're quite like meaty conversations between key characters there's things being revealed that it's really important um they're sort of linking things together that weren't previously linked so you know what I mean like you sort of I think sometimes you know when you're writing really like critical pieces of the puzzle versus when you know you're just kind of like filling in time and (laughs) getting words words yeah but you know you'll delete them later on so um yeah, I think I do feel quite sort of like the, the last few weeks of writing while maybe not having too much to show for it is quite constructive. Mm, absolutely. And so September is the month we're in now and so yep. if we're going to get to Christmas with around about 100,000 words, you're looking at 10,000 words a month Yeah. So Yeah, so I think like um, and and to be honest, probably more because I will have to go back and mm-hmm you know, clean some things yeah. out and re- rearrange some things. So in my mind, I probably have to, I probably have to write another 50,000 words to get to, you know, between mm-hmm. 95 and 100,000 good ones. Yeah, sure. That seems to be, and also I've actually never written a proper book that's less than 100,000 words. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of will depend a little bit on kind of how much story I think is in the um story I suppose mm-hmm. but um, I'm not too concerned about that overall target at this stage I'm it, it's funny though like I feel like and someone said to me the other day they're like oh you're, you're halfway you know you've all you, you're, you're almost 60,000 words like you're definitely halfway and I said oh I'm halfway from a word count point of yeah. view but I am not halfway from an effort point of view like I'm <laughs> very very aware that I am probably I'm probably one third the way when mm-hmm. you look at 
the total effort what you have to do still yeah yeah and so what will that process be so say it's christmas we're celebrating one hundred and ten thousand words what happens for you then (laughs) well i think i've probably i can probably decide like i've got a little bit of flexibility so which is you know good and bad like i i can send this manuscript to my agent at any point in time i mean i almost almost thought about sending it to her about two weeks ago because i kind of went oh maybe it would be good just to send her where I'm at and just say, what do you think? And then I went, no, Sarah, because I know what I'm doing when I do that. It's me kind of being like, oh, I'll just outsource this problem for a little while to someone else. (laughs) And it feels like productivity, but it's actually just kind of procrastination. Mm. So I didn't do that. And the other thing I didn't do at that same weekend, which was clearly a weekend where I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. Like, what else can I pretend to do that's useful? I was like, I know, I'll, I'll walk down to Officeworks and I'll print the whole thing out again and I'll read it. And that is, for me, like, I want to do that every hour. <laughs> when it's because I think it's sort of like this really purposeful thing that you can do that then you feel like, yep, yeah, I just need to read it and get a handle on this story. But it's a real it's a real waste of time, I think, for me. Like it's it's kind of me going, oh, I'll stop everything from a new new work. I'll go back and I'll spend, you know, because it takes probably at this point, I don't know, what is it, almost 60,000 words. Like it's a good five hours minimum of reading and, you know, you're marking up notes and you're highlighting stuff and it's just it feels really constructive, but I've really come to recognise that it is such a trick for me. It's this real trap of kind of, it's like cleaning the house when you need to do something. It's mm. like it feels constructive, but it's just, it's such a dead time thing. So I, I sort of said like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm actually just going to read the chapters on my computer here and there, make sure they're making sense, but I've got to keep writing. Like that's the most important thing right now is getting more words down to edit. So that was that was good. Both of those things that I like resisted, I think were positive steps. Um, but yeah, I think I will have to make a decision at some point. Like if I feel like I've got a manuscript that's in like a pretty good spot, you know, by maybe even the end of November, maybe in December, I think sending it to my agent at a certain point in time where I do genuinely feel like it's in a pretty good spot yeah. is a good idea. And obviously it's a little bit different to when I first, first approached an agent and I and I kind of needed to try to make sure the book was really, really the best version of the book it can be. I can be a little bit flexible with that now. Like I can certainly say to her, I know that there's work that needs to be done in the end, but would love for you to read it and tell me what you think about, you know, the first three quarters mm-hmm. is, you know, we have a relationship now. So I'm not sort of trying to impress her sort of particularly. Um, I I don't know, like I'm going to need to sort of decide if that is a is useful feedback to get at that point in time or if I really want to polish it mm-hmm. to the point where I feel like it's absolutely like I'm done with it, I can't possibly make it better. Um, and that might come down to a little bit of logistics. Like she might, if she's sort of busy in January, for example, I might be like, look, I'll, I'll get you what I've got in December so you can at least have a read and tell me what you think. So it might be a bit more like pragmatic at that point mm. as opposed to sort of the perfect solution. But um, I, I definitely think there's going to get a point in the next few months where I need to get it to somebody 
to give it that professional sweep. You know, there's, there is, I think, I'm not a perfectionist, so I don't really get into that sort of um, trap of um, cycling round and round and round and sort of, you know, crafting every single word. It's not, it's just not my style. But I think I do get to a point where I get a little bit stuck on like, I can't see the bigger picture anymore. Mm-hmm. I've, I know what happens to the point where I can't see a better way. So it is really good um, having someone else come in and, and just review something cold and, and give you give a perspective. So, yeah, I can kind of decide. Like I don't have to do anything, I suppose, but I in my mind I can. I find that really interesting that, A, you have the choice now, which is great, and I like how you resisted those things. And I think that's really good self-reflection, Sarah, to um, resist those things that you want to do, right? So well done to you. Um, but, yeah, I feel like what is the best time to send it to your agent? Is it to get some feedback when you're sort of three-quarters of the way through? Is it better to send it polished or somewhere in between? Like, I don't know, is there a sweet spot? I think, like, it's different, I think, for different people. And and I'm very aware different people have um, quite different relationships with their agent. So mine is a agent that is like she will edit the manuscript, but it's it's she doesn't provide like um, any kind of formal report. Mm. She'll kind of call me and say, I like it or I don't like it. Or she'll say, she's pretty blunt as well. So she'll say, I like it, but this part makes no sense. I don't understand what you're doing at all there. Is that? <laughs> Um, which is fine, um, and then she'll just mark up, you know, specific things where she kind of goes, this doesn't seem to marry up or I thought she was, you know, thinking about this earlier. So it's she's it's quite blunt feedback and it's actually quite, I like the way she provides feedback because it's very much how I think a reader would provide feedback, just in like a, I'm confused here. Like she'll just yeah. often write confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you read it and you're like, Oh yeah, I can see why that's I see your point. Mm. I kind of go, yep, I know why you're confused. It's because I didn't explain this mm-hmm. properly. So you know that's really quite good. Um, I don't know what the best time to get feedback is, and I think as well you probably get a bit. I don't even know if you get more confident so much as you just get um, more sort of there's only so much feedback you want to have yeah. throughout the process and I, I think, think probably so yeah it's not I don't really feel more confident like I you know yeah I think this is a great premise I've always backed this premise that's probably why I've kept writing it do I think I've brought it to life in the best possible way yet yeah, I'm not sure you know will it need to be reworked in certain spots definitely um Am I perhaps slightly good with my instincts now? I think so. Will she definitely point out things that I should have realised? Yeah, of course. So it's <laughs> kind of like it's a funny thing where I don't think so much that you get more confident, more that I just get to a point now where I'm like I don't really need to get six rounds of feedback. I'd prefer yep. to have, you know, three. So I'd rather get something to her that's pretty fully formed so it's one big dose of feedback from her Mm -hmm. I get it into a really good spot off the back of that feedback I then send it off to the publisher she gives me a big round of feedback and I sort that out and then the editor really goes to town yep whereas if I send it to my agent you know early and then again and then again I'm just giving myself more and more like things to refresh about 
Yeah, that's right. And it's kind of stopping progress, isn't it? Yeah, because I think you do in your mind, like even if you send something to someone and then you kind of keep writing around it, in the back of your mind I think you are sort of going, oh, but, you know, I kind of want to know what they think before I really, like, change everything everything or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's it, like I said, I feel like it can become a bit of a procrastination device where you feel like you're doing something constructive, but you're sort of just buying yourself a bit of time. And I think I'm better at calling myself out. Mm, seems to be. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this sounds really silly, but it's even just little practical things like where, you know, if I've got three hours to write on a Saturday, which let's be honest, is pretty precious time mm. if I spend an hour and a half of that walking down to office works printing the thing out bringing it back yeah sitting down and you know like that's just it's probably what a thousand words I could smash out in that time yeah, I like that so idea kind of yeah. math. like you've mm. got to I think you know not that I think writing is like a game exactly but you know you do have to kind of play with time a little bit and I can tell when I'm doing things where I'm like, oh, my God, that is such a waste of my own time and it is just my own time. So, like, why would I want to waste that? So, yeah, that, that's that been, I think, just a, a it's like a maturity sort of thing, I think, where I just go, come on, that's just silly now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I still, um, there is still a lot of bits in my manuscript at the moment that are a bit, you know, they end abruptly. I know that things aren't rounded out properly. I definitely need to string more things together. The links are not, the links are all broken. <laughs> like they're not quite right. And there's a few characters that um, now that I'm reading it from the start and trying to kind of meet in the middle, like there's definitely a few characters that I'm like, oh, I set them up strangely at the start. I need to really <laughs> go back and like fix that now because yeah. they've ended up playing like a more important role than what I had obviously sort of intended them to play. But that's fine. Like I don't think that's all kind of part of, um, you know, like crafting it. And I did, I was reading something the other day, someone wrote something about how they don't bother labelling their drafts anymore because it it's kind of, it's a draft, it's draft and then it's done and that's mm-hmm. sort of it. And there's no actual real like draft one, draft two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of went, oh, yeah, like I don't even say versions anymore. Mm-hmm. I just have one version of thing that I just hack at and add to and then then it becomes the final and then it becomes the final 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 and then that's it and I don't yeah. actually have iterations of, of it really anymore at all like which I is have interesting. my memories of what... yeah yeah I think it's a better <laughs> yeah. process because you know how many versions do you want sitting on your laptop but it's interesting because someone says yeah. how many drafts have you done and if you just keep hacking away it's probably I don't know oh. a thousand <laughs> well yeah and I mean honestly depending on what you like qualify as being a draft mm, yeah exactly. like it would be I'd probably already be on I don't know a hundred different versions of this thing if you're talking about every time I've changed yeah something every I've time you written. go into it that's right yeah but I think like for me it's probably more draft 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 goes to the agent do the final version of the draft and then whatever I submit to the publisher is the draft mm-hmm and it's just the one version of the draft which has a million iterations behind it but no one will ever see, <laughs> that's the draft. And then there's probably like, 
the final copy edit and then there's the final final thing so it's yeah it's funny like I think some people are really strict about versions and versions of their story but I yeah for me it's it's not there's no versions until you just have that final one yeah. version and that's yeah no, that makes total sense to, to me makes total sense so looking yeah. ahead we've got almost 60,000 words um our fourth episode so looking ahead in the next couple of weeks next time we meet we're talking per month maybe 13,000 words a month so yeah. what are you what's your goal for the next time we meet well, it kind of depends, yeah, a little bit on when we meet, right? Maybe. So, so three weeks I've <laughs> been trying for. Yeah, yeah, so three weeks. So if it's three weeks, and I think the next couple of weeks, are, uh, well, I should be a bit careful what I wish for or what I wish <laughs> but I think probably looking a little bit better from mm-hmm. a time point of view and an ability to put some time aside, I would definitely like to get to... 70,000 words next time we speak because I feel like it's about 13,000 words that it should be doable I think I plan to do a fair bit this weekend so it's Wednesday night right now fair bit this weekend uh, and the following weekend but also a couple of nights during the week next week I'm going to try to ring fence off and protect from the world (laughs) that's good Um, so yeah that's the goal I think I think it's a fairly realistic goal. I think the only thing that's going to thwart me at this point is, you know, obviously, A, something unexpected happening at work that I just can't sort of do anything about. Or if I'm rereading it from the start and I start to unpack things that really need to be rewritten, I think I'm at a point in the book where I'd probably prefer to rewrite those things and get them right as opposed to continuing to just write at the other end so it could be that I would have to delete some words and yep. write some words so yep. I reckon yep. no matter what I, I will write three, um, 13,000 words between now and when we talk but if I have to delete some then I yeah. guess the overall balance might get a bit messy so yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my that's okay. my okay we can say you can say I wrote this many words I wrote 10,000 words however yeah. I had to delete 5,000 and so I'm at 65 still let's counts, like let's just know? say Let's just say that now anyway. No, um, <laughs> yeah, like I think, and that's fine. Like I still think that's made part of the progress. process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's really important and constructive, so it's fine. But, um, yeah, it can feel a bit like, oh, I haven't really made, you know, proper progress. But I think you actually know within yourself, uh, well, yeah. I've prevented myself having to rework stuff later on. So it's actually really quite helpful. So Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, we're measuring progress in word count because it's easy mm. to do. But obviously, yeah. you know, you said you unknotted a lot of plot things this, you know, this time yeah. between the time we spoke, which is really important progress. And, yeah. you know, I also think deleting is actually good progress. You know, you can't measure mm-hmm. it. You can't go, oh, I'm measuring it by words. But there are two things that you can't measure that, then propel you to allow you to get to where you want to go so yeah yeah no so true and yeah it's it's sort of sacrifice as as well as you know contribution and they are both actually really very important so yeah so we'll see but no I think um aiming to get to 70,000 words so we'll see but um I reckon I can do that and hopefully it's in a really constructive way where I break the back of a few other kind of plot pieces which I think will then help feel like I'm really heading into that home run where everything's starting to make sense yeah because now they talk about over 50k being in that sort of 50 60 the danger zone but I feel like you've sort of you've been there done that you've unknotted some things you've done some thinking 
you've yeah. solved and resolved some issues that you need. So I think you've just you've passed the danger zone. It's behind yeah. you. There might be a couple of long taily danger zoney things that kind of keep <laughs> in, but I think from the broad, like from the from the main story point of view, I'm in a good spot. There's definitely a couple of subplots that are a bit uh, unclear, but I do think there's also something about there's like a lubrication effect or something like once you figure out one thing, it it feels like other stuff starts to sort of become clearer so I'm hoping that I've kind of yeah broken the back of that and it will all slot together Mm. anyway we'll find out we will find out again another cliffhanger (laughs) well it's been so interesting uh talking to you about where you're at and you know I know it's a surprise for me each time you come on so I'm like don't tell me I want to be surprised on air but it is it's a really cool journey and I really like today particularly that sort of self-reflection and calling out of yourself which is really hard because we do it all the time right all of us do it all the time to be able to call that out and go no that's just me procrastinating. Like I think that's that's real. That's real progress and really great self reflection. So I'm real. I'm super impressed by that. Not only oh. the word count. Oh well. Um. Yeah. No. It's good to know your little, you know, weak spots and your little <laughs> absolutely. Um, and to sort of try to avoid them, obviously. But uh, I mean, I'll obviously fall down some of those rabbit holes at some point. Like I'll be saying to you next time. Oh, I've been to Officework so many times. <laughs> Look at my tower of manuscripts that I've printed. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But um, that's all right. As long as I can hold off until I've got like a decent number of words, it's probably the most important thing. So, yeah, no, Absolutely. I think hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be a good, a good few weeks. Excellent. Well, I look forward to speaking to you again. I really look forward to these chats. I just find them so insightful and I love the the real journey, you know, of getting from uh, beginning to the end of the novel. So as we crack on towards the end of the year, it'll be really interesting to see uh, what the next four months show us. So thank you again for sharing all of that, Sarah. <laughs> I look no, forward to when we speak again. Super welcome. And uh, no, I appreciate being kept accountable. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sarah.